Hey guys, episode 38. Welcome back to the All In Podcast. This is 38 weeks in a row. Uh, we are so excited. Yesterday was crazy at the uh, meetup. It was beautiful. And uh, today's going to be pretty good, actually. Very, very informative. Uh, we're going to try to teach you when and how to expand into other businesses and start adding those multiple uh, streams of income that every entrepreneur out, out there is looking for. So uh, I'm Carlos Reyes, serial entrepreneur um, out of Phoenix, Arizona, and these are my partners. What's going on, guys? My name is Sal Shakir. I'm a serial entrepreneur out of Phoenix, Arizona, myself as well, alongside with my 23-year-old. 23-year-old. <laughs> uh, my name is Alex Sines, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, started real estate. Uh, actually, started. I want to say starting started entrepreneurship at the age of 18, and now 23, and just it just keeps getting better and better year after year. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. If you're wondering what this episode is about, this is about expanding businesses, right? Jumping into new ventures and businesses. A lot of people think that they can do just one business and be good at it, and they forget about their other opportunities they can do in other businesses. And uh, we're lucky enough, uh, all three of us, we're lucky enough that we actually start dabbling with that at a young age, right? At early stages in the business. And Boy, if you think about it, it's something that we've been doing since we were, like subconsciously doing since we were kids, Mm -hmm. right absolutely and then you find this amazing amazing beautiful vehicle like real estate to get you why is it a vehicle it's just something that takes you from being poor to being successful right mm -hmm. that's that's the vehicle that gets you there we find yeah. uh real estate and it just becomes we become we became spoiled to be honest with you right <laughs> but because yeah we all try different things i've tried flipping just about everything you can think of You've had a, you were a successful, in my opinion, you were a successful um, car, you know, uh, car dealership owner, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and uh, you know, I, you had actually. I, I, I mean, I knew that you were gonna get stuck on me. No, I tried. Uh, I mean, I tried multi-level marketing, selling clothes, selling Jordans. There you go. Since you were a kid. Since I was a kid, yeah. Like and, five uh, years ago. Like if yeah, <laughs> literally five years <laughs> ago, yeah. So, um, you know, we thank God. Like a lot of people in real estate. A lot of wholesalers, a lot of investors, they're natural serial entrepreneurs, but they they find something that hits, right? Because we're all looking for that one thing that hits. We find it and we get spoiled and then we get stuck there. We get stuck there. There's nothing wrong with being stuck there, right? Nothing wrong. But at some point, you cannot put all your eggs in one basket. You you used to say that right from the jump. That is actually one of my favorite things. Like I remember I learned this. That from you. Well, my dad always taught me this. Like, don't ever put your eggs in one basket. And to think about it, mm -hmm. it is the there's nothing secured in this life. Nothing. Let's, let's think about it. You know, you can uh, death and taxes. Yeah, there you go. That's, death and taxes. Death and taxes. Those are the only That's two your mom guarantees. Told you that, right? She told me that at an early age. Actually, so, those are the only two guarantees in life: death. And your taxes. So I don't see why not. If you're going into business. And this podcast every yeah. Wednesday. Like okay. at, at a young age, think about this. Like if this you're podcast. going into business. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, if you're going into a business and, and you're thinking that business is going to provide for you and your family. Alex, you know, you went into, into the real estate business because you wanted to secure some funds for yourself and then obviously help others. I wanted to be free. Yeah. Right. You wanted to be free. But um at what age, and I know, I, I probably know the, the answer to that, but I want to ask you this. At what age did you realize, like, this could all go away from real estate. I need to probably expand to different ventures as well. 
What age? It was my second year in real estate. I think when you're starting your first year, you're kind of like in the honeymoon phase. Yep. And then you and then you uh, you have like a slow month or two months, and you're like, man, this this isn't always promised. You're always chasing the next deal. So it was like, right. yeah, it was, it was my second year. I was 19, 20. Your dad's watching, by the way. Oh, shout out to Big Kamal, right? Kamal, yeah. Habibi, uh, Carlos. When at, okay, let's let's talk business years, right? Business years. Business years. How old were you in business years when you realized that chasing the next deal and that could all crumble? It was at never one promised. Point. Yeah. Honestly, um, I feel like you know that's something you and I kind of came you know mm-hmm. came to the conclusion uh, early it's funny, on. Man, I'm I'm extremely blessed um, because you really decided to go all in. Like you shut down your the car dealership and you got away from that, mm-hmm. and you're working on these. Just, you, I mean, it's crazy, right? The projects you're working Amazing on are project. beyond people's we're, we're imagination. We're all working on it, by the way. We but, all are. So let me say this. Um, I From you, you know, I, I'm like, shit, I don't need nothing more than just real estate. Even yeah. though coming up, you know, in life, I was always doing anything, whatever. I Just like my mom. That was yeah. the example she gave me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever I can get my hands on to flip and make money, I, I was doing that. But, you know, organized-wise, business-wise, uh, once I met you and... Uh, and you're like, hey man, uh, let's not put all our eggs on, on one basket. As soon as we can generate some some money, let's get something else going. And that's when we started jumping into all these other uh, ventures. I'm glad we 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 all yeah. decided to do that. It's a beautiful thing, right? It's it's a beautiful thing, right? It, Would you agree? It is. It is it absolutely. When you when you when you let me ask you this, you you just turned 23 years old. Yep. You have multiple streams of income. You have more businesses than your age, by the way. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're close. I think you're, yeah, you, it's you close, do yeah, or, it's you're, close. or more. Yeah, sir. Yeah. Right. As yeah. many businesses or more, and it's only going to continue to grow, God willing, right? We, yeah, we all decided that we're going to actually start our own like fund. Yeah. Right. I'm already, I mean, I'm, I'm already so excited about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm so already, excited. That was, that was an exciting phone call yesterday. He, right he, before we drove into the, the, the pop up. He's like, hey, uh, I want to tell you this. <laughs> yeah, like Elijah. What was the phone call about, if you don't mind sharing with me? <laughs> no, I mean, I knew you were going to be late, so I don't know. No, but uh, no, I, uh, I, had a, I had a meeting with Elijah. We walked over like a, a $5 million PPM fund on, on projected numbers and everything. And I'm like, Elijah, why, why didn't you pursue this? He's like, I couldn't, I couldn't guarantee it was like 24 houses uh, every six months. I'm like, I can. We host over a hundred, like well over a hundred. Like we can, like we can maximize that. So, uh, that's yeah. been in the works. That's quarter two of this year or 2020. That's because we have a lot going on. So, yes. quarter two we'll start that. But um, I'll say this: like I feel like when it comes to like the real estate space, like for the first year, like I was so limited to just real estate because I I only talked to real estate professionals, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of you guys maybe watching this podcast, maybe you're just like. All, all my friends, when my first year, were just in real estate, right? But then you start talking to, like, I, I went to an uh, entrepreneur meetup. You know, like, when I went to a Ty Lopez house, that opened my eyes. Like, man, like, you, this, this guy doesn't has, even do real estate. Yeah. But he's making, you know, a few million a month, like, literally off, at the time. Off leveraging people that Leverage, actually do real like, estate. Like, on, on, uh, on, on just uh, any, like, any type of business. It, it's, like, it, it just, like, amazed me, like, how there's so much money outside of real estate, Um but for me, it's like, okay, like, my number one goal was no matter what I went into, everything would go back into real estate. Mm. So now it's like, as we continue to grow all these businesses and and, and continue to, um, you know, 
you know, increase the revenue and then streams. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, for me, like my personal goal is just to funnel it back is. into real estate because ultimately so I know that continues to grow. And you're going to venture out, but you still bring I it still back, bring it back into By real estate. Guys, we have a legend uh, watching here. His name is Doug Hopkins. Oh, Mr. Doug. He says, amazing what you guys have accomplished in such a short amount of time. Respect. If you guys don't know who Dub Hopkins is, this is the this so, is the granddaddy. Yeah, so, so this funny is the story, granddaddy so. of real estate. Um, like first month. We into appreciate you, Mr. Doug. Yeah, Doug, shout out. Yeah, no, huge funny fans. story about Doug though. Uh, first month into real estate, like I really love Property Wars. Have you guys ever watched? Oh, that? I have. Yeah. I've never seen. Oh, it's so oh, great! Wars, it's so man. much fun. And I know that he's a legend. But I, I didn't have cables. I was just watching on YouTube <laughs> with like these clips. But yeah. that that show really uh, it gives you it gives you a good insight on yeah. what real estate. I gotta. Is. I'm gonna go on YouTube. It's a, it's a really good show. Doug, so, I'm gonna go Doug, on YouTube. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> and watch Property Wars because you are a legend, brother. You are a true. He was a legend in that show too. Yeah, you're my favorite one. They're You're straightforward. Straight straightforward. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, it's so exciting, right? And before we get into the depth of the message, it's so exciting when Sal says, hey, guys, pay yourselves this, this, and this, and this, and this every single month, right? <laughs> that is very it's, – it's beautiful. And that's why, yeah. man, I don't care. Like, I don't care if I'm broke the rest of the year. Honestly, as long as we start Become by, compounding. acquiring the right businesses because – We've made some mistakes, right? We've made one mistake this far. We shut down one business, but we, God willing, we will open it back up when we're ready for it. Yeah. God willing. You're, you're still very hopeful, and that gives me hope. <laughs> you know, I, I, we, we all don't like failing. I don't think... I mean, failure You only fail when us. you give up. Exactly. Right? So you only it fail when you give up. Yeah. Yep. So, so um, but that, that is... I, I used to always, like... I used to always, like, listen to Warren Buffett and this and that. And, the, you know, they're saying, like... You know, hey, you know, like Sal said, don't put all your eggs in one basket. It's a beautiful thing to have multiple streams, right? Yeah. And I did not know that, just like we were saying yesterday at the meetup, guys, hey, a lot of this might not make sense right now, but you will get there. You will get there, and then you're going to say, aha, right? That's what that's they were what talking they were about. Yes. And that's what, <laughs> when Warren Buffett was like, you got to have multiple streams and blah, blah, blah. And then I read this Elon Musk uh, meme that said, he goes, uh, Hey, I made this much amount of money. I put this much amount into Tesla. I put this much amount into uh, SpaceX. I put this much amount into PayPal. I had to borrow money to pay my rent. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense now. And that's, that's where I am right now. I have everything I need. As long as my bills are paid, I'm good. And as Absolutely. long as you stop inviting me to like going out, going... <laughs> I don't like traveling, bro. I really don't. But this, he, well, he likes traveling. Honestly, right? I, I, Alice's <laughs> travels are not cheap. I, no, yeah, they are. They're not this cheap. This one wasn't bad. Oh, okay. This one like, was like, very This, this, this was not. like 2500 This was bucks. the cheapest, I'll be honest with you. But, um, you know, it, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I like to, I want to, I want to like literally just laser in and focus the, the three of us and start acquiring all kinds of different businesses. Guy, I, I, okay, I, you know, I love that stuff. Yeah. So that uh, just put it all right, though. The, the right, right businesses, business. where where we're gonna be able to focus, right? We got to be passionate, or else if we're not there and Absolutely. we're not focusing, they're gonna fail. God willing, today we'll be closing on the office where all the every business we open is gonna be under one roof rather than different roofs. And that so guys, that, send you know, some good energy. Yeah, send some good energy, prayers, guys. We are about to purchase with our own money our first commercial property. And, and, and the beautiful part is this property is 10,000 square feet. It, it is, I mean, we're going to, it's already decked out. Like the top is already decked out. The bottom 5,000 square feet, I can't wait to see what we do with it, oh right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Put a podcast room in there. I mean, we got 5,000 square feet. We could, I was thinking we could throw like a, 
an event in the in the back in the back parking lot. Like, <laughs> we can't. We, we, we're like throwing our meetup somewhere around there, right? Like yeah. I can't wait, man. I cannot but wait. Let, let's so pray let's for us. really talk about this stuff. Why? Um, because if you're just if you're just doing the one business right now, and you're like, I'm way too busy to even think about other businesses, right? And we're all been there, by the way. But we want to tell you that it is possible. And the reason for that, you want to put your eggs in different baskets because one business may fail or one business may suffer. Therefore, you don't want to, you don't want to, uh, you want to get the trinkle effects of that. You want to continue the same lifestyle and continue to grow and not not let that business affect you. So therefore, you start looking at different ventures. Now we're gonna discuss when and how you go uh, about new ventures. So, Car Mr. Carlos, what would you say the first step? Say you, let's say you're a you started this, uh, we can talk about clothing line. Let's start simple. This clothing line. And you've been doing it for, uh, let's say, six months or a year. When do you feel like you should go into a new venture, new business? So let me say this. <clears throat> First and foremost, uh, Sis Shanika, by the way, she's a powerhouse coming up in, in, in you know, one of the, the few women that are just coming up in the game. And uh, and she's out there and she's building, a, a, a you know, an uh, freaking brand out there and and she asked a very very important question she says hey in a nutshell talk about what happened with the business that failed mm -hmm. right lost a few hundred grand not a few hundred it was probably like 120 120 it was 140 something one we lost about 140 something thousand and uh i can tell you exactly why it failed it actually uh, correlates with the question he just asked me first and foremost we trusted the wrong partner Mm -hmm. Okay, because you see, you get Tony Robbins owns over 400 businesses. Now, when I say own, he doesn't fully own them, right? He has uh, invested interest in those businesses mm -hmm. in some way, shape, or form. And what Sal and I did was we said, you know what? We may not have time. We like the concept. We absolutely love the projected you know profits that that are going to come we gave all the resources we can we, that we're good we, at we set the we set everything like we structured this business where you can literally put it in a platter for someone and and all they got to do is is just be there in the business yep. every single day and work the business and it's it, and don't get me wrong this business was making 12 to 15k every single oh, yeah. month it was making money but i think the problem was itself is that we gave everything we can. We did everything, but we couldn't physically be there because we had which we were was busy. that was the agreement from the get go. It was, and that person, if it was a different person in there, if it was if we, if it was a person that was fully vested in that business or like believed there's nothing else, that person had a couple other things that he was doing, and we didn't really fully know that, and it ca it came to light that he's not he's not vested in this in this company. Therefore, it would require our time. Which we didn't we have. We didn't have. Yeah. We didn't have. Which was uh, which agreed, agreed upon. Agreed upon because if, if we knew that from get, the get-go, we would have allocated that time toward it. But at, it wasn't it wasn't clear. Therefore, we had to shut down that business. But like I said, we will reopen up that business, God willing, sometime in the future. It was an import-export company um, from uh, from China. And, and we learned a lot. Oh, absolutely. We learned so much, right? I think I think the lesson was worth the hundred. Well, the lesson pounds. learned from that is actually some of the topics we're going to be talking about today. And I'll tell you, uh, to, in a nutshell, uh, Sis Shanika, uh, I'll tell you this much: Sal was the systems there. Yes. Was the marketing there? Yes. Was the um, uh, what else were we missing? Uh, what else would you say? The um, processes. The processes. There. Yes. Training. Yes. Training. Yes. Were the people there? 
uh, there was uh, the people that was brought. It was from uh, the, we had a couple of good people, but then the rest was brought by the third partner that we had. So it was leadership. The leadership. The was leadership lacking. wasn't there. So they were missing. The, they kept saying that the missing the person is missing. The most important factor failed. Wow, it's people. The most important factor failed. Everything was right. Everything was functioning. All the moving parts were there. The people. We did not have the right people in place. Mm-hmm. We trusted the wrong person. Which was the leader of those people. Which was the leader of that business, right? He was kind of like, he was the, the CEO, right? It just Sal and I were you know, just owners, owners, presidents. He was the CEO of that company. Mm-hmm. So, uh to wrap it up in a nutshell, people. And, not, and we're going to get really heavily into that. Is, is if you don't have people, you, you don't got to have crazy, beautiful marketing. You don't got to have the systems. When you and I started, we were writing our deals down oh, on, on this, right? Actually, on, on receipts. Yes. But what we did have oh was God. you and me. Yes. Which was people, people that, you know, had the vision, had the drive, had the work ethic. And that's why our real estate company is doing what it does. Thank God. I 100% agree with you just right? said. And, and, and that's, why, that's why that business failed us, uh, sis. And to answer your question, you said, when is it time to start looking into the other business? Mm-hmm. You got to have the systems in place, right? Mm-hmm. Sal, this is something I, I obviously learned from Sal. You got to have the systems in place. You got to have the processes in place. You got to have uh, you got to have the delegation in place. But most importantly, you got to have the people and the right leaders in place. The right leaders in place. People come, people go, but your foundation is going to be the right. leadership that you leave in place in that business. Dude, it's crazy. Agree? Yeah, it's crazy. You haven't even looked at my notes, and you just named o- over All three of quarters it. of it. Yeah. From experience. For, exactly. Not something I read on a book. So so you want to repeat it so they can write it down? Guys, you go have ahead. No notes. Please, go I ahead. Have no, write guys, it down. I have no notes. Yeah. Sal asked me a question, <laughs> and because I took a $147,000 hit, me and Sal... <laughs> I knew exactly what the answer was. There you go. And those notes are right here too. Some of them. You so, gotta have the great. systems in place, the processes in place. You gotta have the the uh the the uh delegation. The delegation in place, but you also gotta have the right people in place. But most importantly, when we're talking about the people factor, right, of the system, mm-hmm. you gotta have the right leaders in place and in the, every single department. Yeah, the right processes happen as well, just to be piggyback on that, is have proper training, proper transitioning, because if you're the leader of the company and then you train these people to be at a certain level and then you give it to your leaders, some leaders are great leaders, but the, the problem with them is that they do, not, they do not know how to teach. Or delegate. Yeah, or delegate. So yeah. you need to make sure that these leaders are able to delegate properly and <clears throat> able to teach. So the question is, so I think you're a freaking expert delegator. How do you train a leader to take on that leadership? I don't think how he's do you an take expert on delegator yet. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, everybody has. I, I need a lot of improvement. Well, I really, think he's a, really good. He's <laughs> a he's an expert systemizer, yeah. and he's a he's a, actually he is a he see he's a he's a, okay. he's a great delegator when it comes to systems and right yeah. like you see what I'm saying. But when the it processes. comes to when it comes to helping with his responsibilities. That's the only one thing that he hasn't done yet, right? It's well, like a nobody fight. in line because I would pass it and then but, like I, but I told, and then go back. But I understand, brother. I, yeah. tru- I truly understand. But when it comes to systems integration, like, he is a great delegator. <laughs> yeah, like, you can, teach, you can teach anybody how to get the job done. Like, yes. and you have. So how, like, how do you, like, so how does somebody begin to teach somebody? Like, what process do you have? I, for me, it's, it's simple because I'm, I'm, I love technology and I think this has served us uh, a very, well, yeah. yeah, definitely years, I, years I've to come. I've noticed with every business that we've launched, 
you are you are literally everything in that business for like six to eight months. Well, that's my rule of thumb. So yeah. my rule of thumb is to when we start a new business is I have to be involved in every single aspect of it, small or big, even answering phones, answering emails, whatever it has to be. So I can know every, every flaw in that business and everything I can change in it before I, I can it. delegate it. So by that six to eight months mark comes in, I have tweaked so much in that business or we have tweaked so much in that business and then uh, informative, whether it's on the website, whether it's on the sales or whether it's on the on the responses, yep. on the uh, whatever it is. And then after that, when you delegate it, it's so simple. And how we delegate that is actually in every business, we've done the same exact thing. What we do is we re-record we get some recording phone call recorded. We put it in a folder. We get some screen recording, screen recording time, uh, whether it's camera facing you as well and screen time and explaining the process of some things and how it works because in this time uh, of age, people don't like reading only or, or just listening to things. They want to watch it. Yep. Therefore, it's a very a very powerful tool. Like we li- that's Why do we like watching movies over... You know, you can read a book, but then the movie comes out and the book becomes more popular. You know, the book becomes popular because they just watched the movie. More senses. I have a question for you. By the way, Sis Shanique is bringing the heat, so... Okay. Uh, she's, she says... And this is a question for you, Sal, because I think everybody has a different answer, but I think you have a, a pretty profound uh, uh, answer for this one. How do you know when to call it quits? Ah, uh, Okay. That is that is that is a tough one. Honestly, because we're not quitters. We're not. That is a tough one. See, it was it was like, are we gonna shut it down? Are we not? And I, all of us can contribute in, in anything. Obviously, you weren't you know part I'm of that one, now. but uh, I think you can chime in. You know, when that one business starts stressing you out so much and taking more time that you did not mm. allocate mm-hmm. toward it, where it start taking away from mm-hmm. every single other business, mm. then you start questioning yourself like, is this worth it? It's like that one bad friend that's always cl- that was, that's always that's always lying to you. Yeah. yeah, that's never on time. Exactly, <laughs> and you start that. questioning yourself. You're like, am I? Uh, is this relationship healthy at this point or is it taken away from, from my other, what I other have from my other, other relationships yeah. so i think that was it for us because the the business the business idea was great the the everything was good except that the the leader the leadership that, wasn't the there. leadership wasn't there and and the problem was that that he was an owner uh, in it it wasn't like oh we're just the bosses and he's like an employee that he just didn't care he didn't care so it was tough for us to was he was he invested i can tell you zero this money much. invested zero oh, money invested I mean, <laughs> let me see and that's a that's, that's another a, guess thing. what learning experience yeah. right yeah. i can tell you this i think he was grinding this is how you know this man isn't a true entrepreneur <clears throat> he went through he because he would he would talk to us right he would have some dialogue with us and uh, week after week yeah i'm working my butt off Wow, this is crazy. I'm sleeping on the couch. I'm doing that lasted for like 30 days. Wow. An entrepreneur, right? It's it's we know. We know we're gonna have to go through hell. It's like running through fire. It's not easy working for someone. Why would you think it's easy working for yourself? Right? So I don't again, if you're not if you're a real entrepreneur, you wanna call yourself a real entrepreneur, you best believe like you gotta go, you gotta get ready for war. Like bullets are going to keep coming, punches are going to keep coming, and you're going to keep getting knocked down, and you're going to have to keep moving forward. Mm, mm. That is what a real entrepreneur does. You don't call it quit after you get hit in the mouth and you're one time after 30 days, be like, okay, this is it. 
Do you think living the rest of your life in prosperity is worth going through two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve months of hardship? Absolutely. You're talking living the rest 40, 50, 60 years of your life in prosperity, living the way other people cannot live. If you just make it through those couple of hard months, this person wasn't willing to make it through more than 30, 60 days of hardship. And that is why he does not deserve success. And that is why he will never be successful. And that is why we failed in that business. That's a lot of people, if we're going to be honest. Not yeah. just him. No, That's absolutely. why they say 97 and 3%, you know? Well, I mean, I, I unfortunately... Think I, I think I just went off, by the way. Yeah, oh, dude, that I was fire. I was going to the table. That was, I, I, that, I, that, I, I just felt the, the rush. This is... Hi, Lori. Hello. <laughs> Give us a few. <laughs> so, so this is... And guys, this is real, real life, real, real stuff. Totally like, don't, don't expect to be. Um, there, there is the, there's a reward for something. How do you expect to be rewarded for so long, uh, and, and and large sums of whether it's 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 happiness? If you or, don't put or, the work or, in, if you don't put the work in, and are the you, sacrifice. guys? Would you guys say we are extremely, extremely blessed? A hundred and ten percent. We're 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 alive, and that has very little to do with the financial aspect, right? Yes, because we we look at money now. We're like, hey, let's start a let's start a fund, let's start a let's start a wealth fund. We'll call it we'll call it a wealth fund, right? There we go. Where we put in, you know, ten twenty grand each every single month. If we put twenty grand each every single month, after six months, how much do we have in there? I mean, twenty each. So That's six, 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 six times six. six. Three sixty. Yeah, three hundred sixty thousand. What does that buy you? A commercial, a two another, million another commercial, another commercial building. There right? we go. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying, right? Because that's how we look at money. We don't like, yo, no, I, I got to get that money and I got to go and do this and buy this. No, I want, man, I want to build real wealth here, right? Generational so, wealth. Ge we're willing yeah. to make those sacrifices, right? Now we're now we're de now we're delaying gratification, but at a higher level. And when you're delaying gratification at this level, Jesus. Gra it compounds way grab, bigger yeah, than you imagine. Yeah. Grab your Grab your seat, right? Think about this. People sometimes spend years thinking about opening up a business. Years. Until sometimes they're spend, like... Think, just, wait, just thinking about it. Thinking. That's what yeah, I'm yeah. trying to get to. They would spend years, right? Years to... Like, if yeah. you're listening to this, if you're that person that has been thinking about business for years to open it up, and you got people like us, and we're and I'm I'm trying to get to a point saying this. And you got someone we, like us who <laughs> would be at lunch, and you're like, "Hey, uh, I just found a nice domain. What do you think about this business? Should we open it up?" And we're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, let's have a meeting about this and open up a business." Like, then a couple of days later, well, the business is open, and then we launch it. Then well, obviously, but what the would work. you say? Like, but action plan, I would say like less than like. Be realistic, like probably less than thirty days. Like oh, we, have, we have, we have the process, the systems. No, I'm talking about just they, to start it though. Like, I know where, where, from the idea to start. Yeah, just yeah, like getting your thoughts from here to paper to actual something yeah. tangible, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. We do. It pretty How quick. fast is that? It's, I mean, way better than a few years that people normally think. So if if us can do it, I mean, I'm an immigrant. Carlos is an immigrant, and Alex, uh, Alex didn't go to school. No one went to college. Yep. If we can do that, and you're listening to this, and you you can, if you've been waiting for more than six months about an idea that you want to do, maybe it starts. Just reconsider, you know going further than that just say you know what it's time to do it now reconsider waiting another six months don't just do it now in six months you could potentially make a few hundred thousand and if it's a real estate business 
it's dog years in real estate. Yeah, six months. Technology is. business is dog years in technology as well. You got so many different ideas, whatever business you're in. Yeah. And I mean, they, they just hit me right now. Like we execute so fast when it comes to a new business. Really quick. Really quickly. And Which will be a lot smarter in 2020 about, right? God willing, knock on wood. Yes. There's a question. Uh, I want both of you guys to answer this question. Um, uh, I think it's from Sishanika again, actually. Sishanika says, what are, what are some good qualities of a good leader? We'll start with you, Alex. You got, you got <laughs> leaders in your company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this. You're going to have to go through a handful of people to find your good leaders. So it does take a lot of trial and uh, error. Uh, but for, for me, the number one, the number one quality that I look for in a leader is when somebody is doing it when you're not looking, when mm. somebody is actually doing the work when you're not looking. Um, I, um, I, over the years do not like to micromanage as I know you guys don't, you know, you expect, you expect people to do what they're supposed to do. Um, so for me, it's just, it's that, that's the number one thing that I like for, because then I can be able to trust that person when I'm not looking, uh, number two, lead by the front. So somebody that actually puts in the work Boom. and leads. Um, I like I, the third one, and this is all I'll end it with, is somebody that's proactive. Mm. Um, I, Not I have found like that the good leaders are proactive. Like, like even if like I'm not around to answer a question, they're gonna find a way. And even mm. if they mess up, I respect that way more versus waiting a few mm -hmm. days. Like, oh, I didn't do this because you weren't at the office yet, or or I couldn't get a hold of you. Like, no, like like wow. fell forward. So. That's uh, that's it for me. Yeah. You guys hear that? That's fire. Yeah. So it was it good. And I, I don't think you you like you learned this from trial and error. Yeah. Right? It's just like there's no notes on this. This is like, real this life is, stuff. Yeah. This is this is this is real. What's up, Keith Everett? Keith that's is, that's my guy. Yeah. That's my guy. Real estate diddy. That's what he always says, "Oh, my guy, <laughs> my guy." Um, Sal, what do you think makes a good leader? Like a, a solid leader. You have a bunch of leaders in our our organization. Our organization, right? Uh, me, you, and Alex. You got you got Tino. Uh, you got Adrian. You got Cartney. You have Brittany. Brittany. You have Jaden. You have Andy Garcia. Right. You have all these leaders. And to you be got honest, Efren, right? Yeah. Even though, even though he has his own company, yeah. it, you know, it's, still yeah, leaders. Still to be honest, I learned a lot of my leadership from you, Carlos, because and this is this is. It came from the corporate America that you had Absolutely. for fourteen or thirteen years. Being a manager years. for freaking ten and plus years, and then you yeah. you instantly knew the people factor was so crucial to any business. Yeah, immediately. So you like well, just watching you, and you would talk to me about this stuff, and that, that that's a beautiful thing about having a good partnership because you you like it's a give or take, give and take, right? Um, so I would give my opinion, then he, then the, he would give his opinion, and then ultimately we do what's best for the company. Mm -hmm. And then to understand how, because before I wanted to be the guy that does it all. Remember, I Absolutely. in the car business I did it all. You did everything. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, it's time to delegate, and then obviously finding good leaders. But to identify what good leaders are, I think the number one for me is work ethic. You cannot. I love that. Teach work ethic. I love that. You can't. You cannot. That's something. I think that's something you're born with. Like, well, I mean, you're obviously you develop, but then you can't like, you can't teach someone to work. I think it's give just me, part give of me your a real number. So out of a hundred people, yes. How many of those a hundred people do you think have super solid, legit work ethic? I would say 5%. Five? I would say five. Five of them. Wow. wow. It, it's hard because nowadays everybody, just like you said, if you know, so, uh, someone who doesn't have a work ethic is this someone that doesn't do when you're gone they don't do it but when you're there they try to prove to you that they're yeah. working 
and you can you can see right through. Yeah, it. you can see it, that. It's, but it's, then it's, that's it's someone that doesn't have a work. work Actually, ethic. they're na- they're like naturally just hard workers, right? Well, they're manipul- like, like, manipulators. Like we don't tell Punny what to do. We're not his oh. boss. Like he's moving around everywhere, right? Oh yeah, he called me. Oh, I'm picking this stuff up. I have no idea. Like he's like, oh, I'm Adrian, just Adrian's over there yeah. grinding in the, you know, with the salespeople. We don't need know, to be Andy's seeing what they're around. doing, but they're doing, and the results show. Rather than someone try always to show you that they're doing good, but then the result really doesn't reflect that. And unfortunately, that comes down to having someone with work ethics. We are truly blessed. Absolutely. With the people. And it's only going to get better, God willing, right? I mean, we've had our leader Fair share cre- of leaders. Bad. We've gone through a lot of yeah. Leader, bad apples. Yeah. Leaders create leaders that create leaders. So, I love that. I mean, to be quite fair, I mean, or they do. Very, very honest, you're the best person right here to answer uh, how Thank to develop you. leadership and I find think, leadership. Uh, I think, no, by the way, nobody's born a good leader. Nobody's born a good leader. Absolutely right? not. When you um when you watch movies, right, like you know, Alexander and and and, and you know, uh all these guys, right, like the like, you know, um uh from wars and, and, and yeah, you know, yeah. great yeah. leaders in wars and you know, General Patton and mm. right and, and mm. all these Arthur MacArthur and all Forrest these guys. Gump. Forrest Gump was not a leader. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, I don't think he can spell his name. Um, <laughs> but he led by example. See, he led by example. He wasn't a leader, but he, he had, led he had by a example. trait, he yeah. had a trait, yeah. So um I feel that a lot of these folks, first and foremost, they lead from the front, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They lead from the front, and that does something to to people. Mm-hmm. When you're willing to bust your butt, right? How can you tell somebody, hey, go put out a bandit sign if you've never put out a bandit sign? Mm-hmm. How can you tell somebody, hey, man, show up at 9 a.m.? I can't tell somebody that. You could, thank God, <laughs> right? When you don't show up on time yourself. So you lead from the front. You lead by example, right? And then you're looking for these people to... To care as much as you do, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's called taking on taking ownership. Yep. Taking ownership on their uh, on their department or on their responsibility, so they care just as much as you, potentially more, and that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then most importantly, core values. You want to look for good core values in these people. Are they trustworthy? That means yep. do they have the you know do they have integrity, right? Do they have the work ethic? To me, work ethic goes such a long way. But just because you have great work ethic doesn't mean you have other flaws. Oh, absolutely, right? Because sometimes that happens, right? Wow, that guy, and then you put up with it because you're like, yo, that guy works hard, but but he doesn't get along with anybody, you know? He, and he gossips, and he does. You see, it's just mm-hmm. so many different things. You know, have a servant. A servant mindset, right? That means if you are if you have a servant mindset, you're going to naturally uh, have teamwork. Like you're going to court teamwork. You're supposed to provide for your team members. Absolutely, you're going to be there for your people, right? So um, I feel like so many different qualities. And and like I told uh, our mentee group, I said, hey guys, you guys really need to look at John C. Maxwell's leadership books, right? Twenty One Laws of Leadership. Um, and then there's um, uh, there's this little one that I'm reading. It's pretty good. Uh, it, it's it, it's a it, it goes uh, about you know uh, leadership. It's a little tiny book. You'll read it in less than two days. Uh, John C. Maxwell is a really great leader, and uh, and he he knows how to put it in writing. So I suggest that people go out there and uh, and, and grab those. So um, the Art of War is another great book uh, for leadership, right? So leaders create leaders. That's a beautiful thing. And in uh, your company, your organization just continues to just flourish if you have the right leaders in place. Guys, let so, me let me let me ask you this. So, on the topic of how and when to expand into a different business, okay, how, how does that look like, start to finish? So, there, I'm glad you asked because this is this is a major major key, and people quit before they they understand it. 
So uh, there is something that needs to be expected immediately. When you're when you're going to a new business plan, when we sit down, let's say the three of us we sit down, let's 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 kind of role play right now. Okay, let's go. Hey Alex, um, I want to start this, uh, this you know a tissue company. Let's go ahead and, and you know start one. Okay. What would happen? Um, uh, let's let's figure out. Let's come up with a name. A name brand. Yep. Uh, we always come up with a name. Search. Do the research. Okay. Um, we need to allocate. Um, Base, uh, let, let's let's talk to some. Let's do some research. Obviously, Google some stuff. Maybe talk to some people that are already in the in the business. In the business, yeah, we, right. Yeah, maybe have a meeting with them. Uh, just, Actually, let's not skip over that, guys. That's so important. Like in any business, like all right, who's doing it successfully? How can I add value to them? How can I pay for their time? Absolutely, right. Like you can. There is shortcuts to the game. Like we 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 uh, we started a, a collection agency. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. The number one thing we did, like all right, we, we can learn this on our own. But if we actually we paid a consultant. consultant that flew into that Phoenix. runs this at the company that, himself, he yeah. owns one. Yeah, he, he owns his own collection agency, and he came and consulted with us. Now we have a blueprint uh, of which years w- of years, which we need to execute twenty twenty. But th- you can you can shortcut that. So all right, keep let's keep uh, so going. okay. Consult, and you can do some re- free research if you if you will. You can do YouTube stuff, obviously, and and you know Google and whatnot. And then okay, now we did that. Okay, now let's go open up the LLC. How long does that take? Uh, minutes. Second. I mean, <laughs> you I, guys I, I, can do, I can open up and I'll see in less than th- 60 seconds. Minutes. Way. Yeah. Minutes. It takes people months to, <laughs> to do that. Okay. Right? And then we go ahead and do that. Then uh, we, call, we call our marketing company, say, hey, we're doing this idea. Let's, let's work on some flyers and concepts. So while we're, th- we're waiting for that, okay, let's do, let's do, uh, let's do a plan. Uh, Carlos, uh, I th- you should be in the uh, let's handle the people side and the management of people Hire. And, okay. and the yeah. hiring yep. and uh, maybe some some marketing stuff uh, on the front end like what looks good and what what's not appealing. Yeah. Alex, let's uh, go ahead and make some uh, some some slideshows maybe or actually some uh, marketing game plans. Some marketing well, game yeah. plans. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna start on this business. Uh, and, organize and, uh, yeah. organize everything we can. I'm gonna. Gather as much information, see who our competitors are. CRM, management. Yeah, management, yep. and, and then let's do this. Um, let's go ahead and... Plus, we, most importantly, we got to look at P&Ls, right? Profits yeah. and losses. We got to look exactly. at projected profits. Well, that, that's, that's, the, that's the most important piece Which now. Is, okay, guys. So we're projected, based on what I've done a research, uh, I, let's say a week after we came back with the research. Okay, based on what I saw, if we can sell, this, this, this package costs us 50 cents. And we can sell it for a uh, dollar fifty. So our profit margin is 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 a dollar gross, gross besides marketing and overhead. You have um, to move a lot. How, how of many units? And then now how many units? To, yeah. So, how, so units. projected the first month we probably can sell X amount. Then after that we can dump this much into marketing. And then we're, we get more known. So we're probably going to be down for the first X uh, six months to seven months. We're going to be in a negative. So that's the the loss threshold that we're anticipating. And then after us investing 125k, I'm giving an example. We should start. To we turn. should start. You know, on that month and that time when we hit that mark, we should start seeing an income. Uh, the first month, uh, the seventh month, or the first month of profit is going to be an X amount. So now, what you did to yourself is you actually uh, predicted. Obviously, nothing goes according to plan. It doesn't. Nope. We, but we we predict as much as possible based on information that we gather. That we have current, uh, yeah. right? On on the current data that we have. And obviously, some things going to change along those six to seven months, but that doesn't mean that should take us down. But if you go blindly into that and you're losing for six months and you're like, what the heck? You know, I know people that make money from this. 
but they forget to, to remember that there is that there is that that threshold that ha- they had to go through before you know your you got your first deal after nine months. There was the last threshold. Yeah, but you so didn't think about it like it's, that. It's setting expectations of okay, how long can this take me to be profitable? And then I want to give this. I want. I want to get. I know what you're gonna say already, but I want to make this uh, clear for you guys. All right, six month comes around. We profit thirty thousand as a company. <laughs> Do we pay ourselves ten thousand each, or what do we do from there? I pay myself zero. We pay ourselves zero, zero from that. It goes back right in back business. into because that's a second. We're talking about a secondary business right now. That business yeah. needs to be standing on its feet. That yeah. business. Needs so to if it's a primary business, you're a single owner. You profit thirty thousand. Oh, primary first business. So what? What? How do you? How do you manage that? Personally. Yeah, I would take what's necessary only, like to survive. That's like it. Bills like, only. Like if you're underwater, just just stick your nose out to breathe from <laughs> nozzles. You got That's enough it. to go to Jack in the Box and get a 99 cent chicken sandwich every now and then. So you wouldn't go buy a new car? Or new oh, house. absolutely oh, no. not. Right. Okay. Oh no, and no, no, no. Twelve he, he, at least twelve months. This dude bought. We went and bought uh, when we started our business. He literally took me to the auction, and I got a 2011 Prius. And this was already 2016, you know, 2015, 2016. It's a good car. It's a 2011 Prius, uh, which we sold it to my brother-in-law. I yeah. actually, I rode in it this morning at like <laughs> 8 in the morning. <laughs> nice. Went to get some dog food. Um, 2011 Prius, you know what I mean? It's still, it's still going. But I was okay. I was, we, I rode that Prius for like two years, two and a half. You bragged maybe, about the Prius. Maybe three years. I loved that Prius at one point. And we were you know? making six figures. And we were killing it. But yeah. we weren't thinking about, I wasn't thinking about a car. You know? Until I wasn't even thinking about a damn car, a, a nice car until, until Sal got me thinking about year, a nice car. Year four, year three. He got a nice four. car. I didn't have to get a nice, we had just bought <laughs> brand new Priuses. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We had just bought, we had cashed out some brand new Priuses. All of a sudden, the next morning, the next month, he's like, Hey, by the way, I got I got a car that you may like because he had just we went. Remember we went and picked up his Lambo. Remember, we yeah, were, oh, video, wow. yeah, you know we were we were celebrating, right? Yeah. Now, like no less than a week or two, he's like, "Hey, I got a car you may like," and what am I going to tell Sal? Like, no, you know, because <laughs> he knows that it would look a little awkward probably if he has a Lambo and I'm riding and I'm driving a Prius. You know, like it would probably look a little awkward. I mean, whatever, <laughs> you know. So I get it. You know, I get it. Yeah, he's, you know? he's being a good friend. Because kind of like, kind of like in marriage, like you said, hey, I got to make sure that my woman always, you know, looks. Yeah, you looks can't be the one out. looking good same, and like someone else. Same thing with the partnership. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There is one more thing to to. So this is if you have a secondary business or a primary business. If you're having a primary business, obviously you might be working a part time job or something. Always secure those funds. So when I said like for the X amount of months that you're gonna be taking a loss. Like you, you have to make sure there is funds to 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 secure that. So we're not telling you to go blindly into that. Like obviously, this is part of planning it. So if you have a second, this is a secondary business. Make sure that your other businesses is able to supply you where you can fund the other business. So for us, a, a lot of it is we saved and saved and saved, and it was able to fund other businesses. Therefore, <coughs> it, you know you can make them successful. But if you're going into this and saying, you know what, I'm gonna lose for six months, but I have no no funds to secure that then now you start you know now you're 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 beating yourself down trying to scramble for money but you're supposed to be the most productive in the building stage you don't want to be worried in the building stage and that's yep. the biggest thing you cannot yeah. be counterproductive when you're supposed to be most productive and the most counterproductive you can be is when you're stressed if you especially stress about financial Especially, yeah, living expenses. Yeah, absolutely. Not making ends meet. I, let me let me say this. Let's keep it very simple, right? I want people to really understand how simple it is to actually. I know it. it 
It sounds simple, uh, and there are a lot of moving parts, but I truly do believe that if you have a business, if you have an active business, I think you first and foremost, you got to have the right people in place. Two, you got to have the right systems in place, systemize the business, right? And, and, and in systems, that includes your marketing, that includes every right? And processes as well. Processes, like the people, like when, when yeah, someone comes in, you... processes, yeah. everything, right? Three, you got to delegate it. You got to delegate it. You got to delegate it. And four, you got to have the right leaders in place, the right yep. leadership in place. When you have those components established, not just one month, by the way, because it's not going to happen like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, everything's ready. <laughs> it's been one month. Yeah. Things look good. I'm out, right? See, no. that, that was my question. Like, you're, you're, you're profitable month six. How many months into that do you... Way to be profitable Honestly, I, to be. To, I would say to begin a delegate. I would say like six six months to a, to a year, year. 100%. before you move on to your next okay. venture. Yeah, same. Yeah. Once you have those components in place, then you're like, okay. And by the way, I'm going to tell you this much, and you can ask Sal. That business is going to take a little bit of a hit when you when you when you when you uh, uh, add in another a stream right, and you and you remove yourself from the business. It's no one's ever going to do the business as good. As, as you, you. Facts. so it is so. going to take a little bit of a hit. You're gonna, I'm gonna say it's gonna drop uh, 10, 15, maybe even 20 percent. To be honest with you, on in productivity, profitability, whatever. But that's that comes with the territory. It's it's the cost of doing business. When you want more eggs in the in different baskets, that's cost of the opportunity because that you one can't business nurture yeah. the eggs is, exactly. Is good. So that okay. So that brings me to my next question. So um, <clears throat> when do you? Um, dang, I just had to hear somebody asked it. I'll come back to it. I forgot. Okay. I yeah. just I was looking through the comments. So six months to a year after you have the right leaders in place, you have stability, okay. you have consistency, right? Mm -hmm. Six months to a year, you're like, okay, this is going really well, and it's generated some you know some capital for me to start looking into another venture. Mm -hmm. But make sure that this next venture, yeah. you're going, you're willing to do to process that the same way mm -hmm. that you did because that that really is the the uh, it's a key to success right you got to be in the business mm -hmm. you got to work the business right it's kind of like uh real quick uh the uh secrets of miller in my book when it says yeah i had a buddy that he was going to launch a a, a a restaurant mm -hmm. remember and he starts working as the cashier the baker, yeah. <laughs> he starts working as the you know the, the the baker or whatever he starts working as the waiter he wants to see every single part moving part of that business so from so an can, ownership standpoint, mm -hmm. he knows what to expect and he knows what's what's required. And that goes back again when we launch a new product. Why do we wait six months to eight months to delegate it? Because by that time, you become almost like an expert. And then when you delegate it, it takes a few months to delegate that's right, that. Yeah. And therefore, I, I think that's the soft spot. You know, that's a, that's a sweet spot, I mean, to do that. So, okay, I uh, got the question. So when when do you... When do you begin to move on to the next business? Like, I guess the question is, when do you know that you're maximizing a business enough to move on to the next one? Mm -hmm. I truly do believe that when you have, uh, when you, when you grow an organization to the point where you hire a CFO, and this CFO now is keeping track of every single dollar and all the profitability, and you see it consistent. Yep. Right. You start. You start comparing month this month versus last month, and then this month this year versus last that year. month last year. Right. Yeah. So you start getting into those metrics, and you start to see a consistency. Like I said, six months, twelve months. You have yep. enough data to say, you know what, this is going well. 
I think it's time for me to, you know, maybe allow a, my CFO or put a CEO in place. Mm-hmm. Someone, someone that's going to take the responsibility of that ship, a captain of that ship, if that makes any sense. So, so okay, so that brings me to my next point. So, uh, so like you, the real estate business, right? You're, you got NCO, your you're, you're real estate business. It didn't take you six to 12 months to build that, right? So for now, you know, we know the formula, so we can do that in, in a six to 12 months, right? Now but for do. somebody that's just, this is like their only business. It like, might take them it, two to three years, to be honest them, with you. So, yeah. yeah. But, but, what are, but, what, but, but what are people drawn by? Shiny objects, absolutely. By? Shiny objects. See, right? that, and that's the thing. You, you become distracted by shiny object syndromes. That's number one. Number two is if we're telling you exactly what you need right now. If we had these notes, like literally if we were listening to this podcast, if we're on the other end, and we'd taken these notes down, we'd, it didn't have to take us three years to build this real estate company. Half or way less. Way less. Yeah. Because now it's like, a, I get it, you know, hands-on is different than learning it. But This isn't something we read in a book. No, we did not. No, this is, this is trial and error. This is experience. But see, for us now, it feels like it's a rinse and repeat. Like, I can... I can do it with my eyes closed. I, I feel like I feel I, that confident. I, I do too. Yeah. Like I, we can Just launch a, formula, a business yeah. with yeah. There's it's like a simple, but it's more simple than we ever thought. You know, when you're like a kid and you see a successful person, like oh my god, like they must be super here. Like you know, when you used to look at like successful people, are like superhumans. I, that was me. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I did. I, I did too. I did. Too. I did. I was like, damn, what do they have? That I'm I like, don't. they they yeah. like must be like have these super like. Skills that you yes. see in the movies, Super, like you know, yeah, they're gifted, yeah, yeah. They're talented, exactly. Right? And like, and you think like it just happens like with their like with wanding with the wands, <laughs> but now it's 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 simple. It's a simple formula that you can literally write down in one piece of paper. If you listen to this podcast, yeah, I would I would suggest listen to it maybe a couple times and take the notes uh, thoroughly. There's a lot. Yeah, you will see that if you opened up a business or a second business or a third business or a fourth business that we've hit on every single point. We might have missed a, f- a few ones. But we've hit on the very important ones. I'll be honest, um, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news again, but unfortunately, only 5% of people, even though we've had anywhere from 50 to 70-something people watch at, at the same time, mm-hmm. only 5% of people are actually going to be like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Let me write that down. Let well, you me know write what? that down. Let that, me write that down. That's 5 more percent people than 0%. And, and you know yeah. what's crazy, guys? That's right. We're yeah. talking yeah. to you from experience. We're talking. Take it from people that have already lost oh hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars by tr- trial and error of this exact knowledge that we're giving you here. You don't have to lose hundreds of thousands of dollars of of, of trial and error. We already did it, and we're <laughs> sitting here telling you, don't do this. Make sure you do that, and and make sure that that gets taken care of before you move on. So you know, God willing, that you guys really do take that uh, and and receive it. You know, yeah. Let, it. Let's bring and some. Don't up. do it for the gram, please. Like, don't flash <laughs> like. Don't do, do not don't don't do it for the ground. Don't do it for TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> or TikTok. No, no. But I, the, TikTok has a bunch of like dancing in. people, right? That, yeah, it seems like, to be that's. I think you're going. next. <laughs> I'm gonna start dancing on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So let's just bring some awareness to the audience. Um, for somebody that's been doing the same thing daily for a year, what would you tell that person in their business? Like this single business, can I, can they're I doing go the first? same thing. Can I go first? Daily for a year. In order to elevate. You must delegate. You don't want to be Joe the plumber who's 60 years old and, you know, he's still handing out flyers because he doesn't even know how to digitally get on the Internet. And then you get a flyer. Uh, you get a flyer in your house because he's going door to door. This guy's 60 and he has a bad back. And he puts a flyer in your door and you're like, a plumbing issue comes up and you're like, oh, I'm going to call Joe. Hey, you know, Joe and Joe's plumbing. This is Joe. <laughs> 
This guy's handing out flyers. Yep. He's answering phones, and guess what he's doing next? The work. He's billing he's, and working. He's, he's going to the appointment. And he's billing them, and, and he's, he's billing up. Me. Yeah. And it, you see, it's like, it, don't be Joe the plumber. Now, you can have, you can be Joe the plumber, or you can have Joe's plumbing service with hundreds of employees. Mm-hmm. So in order to elevate, you must delegate. Absolutely. Beautiful. Anything to add on? Uh, my advice, it, it's its a tricky question because it could be at different levels. Like, where levels they're at, they're at right yeah. now? Are they are they financially set? Are they uh, are they mentally give, set? Give, uh, give okay, give two, two. So somebody that's scraping by mm-hmm. and somebody that uh, that's, is experienced, maybe has 100K in the bank and that okay. has, is, is if, doing if so, For someone who's scraping by, the first thing they need to do is go back and, and reconsider their skills. Some people do a job nowadays and they they're okay taking the bare minimum because that's what society made them think that they're worth and just look what you're worth if you're doing the same thing for a year and you're just scraping by and you're not making enough that's that tells me because other people are not when it's a business there's people are making a lot of money in it yep. so it's it's the same thing if for someone who can uh, who can uh, let's say uh, think about this you can go to Aldo buy shoes or you can go to uh gucci and buy shoes it could be and they have by the way they're very similar shoes now i don't yeah, know if you saw yeah, that I, I like i like both of them and, right you like both of them but you would pay six times more or seven times more in in gucci than an aldo yeah right so they know what right. they're worth right so it's part it's almost like that hey my skill set is worth an x amount of money so you don't have to scrape by anymore therefore you need to that's that's the problem you so need to don't work on. don't limit your skill set don't limit your skill don't yeah don't limit your skill set don't undersell yourself so that's for the person who's scraping by. Then when you become successful, so the same person when they become successful and they have 100 grand in the bank, I would say to do exactly what Carlos said. Start investing in, obviously start investing in the right people and start delegating. Buy more time. And, and exactly, buy yep. more time. Now have more people doing it for you. Now your service can be multiplied further than you. You're not yep. just the person that's providing a service. That's right. Now you're, an organization is providing a service. And that's my personal. That's right, yeah. I think that wraps it up, man. Yo, no, that was that was a lot. It's over I, an hour. I recommend gonna... to re- to rehear this if you're uh, watching yeah. this. Yeah, guys, uh, episode thirty eight. Yeah, thirty eight weeks in a row, baby. Thirty eight <laughs> we'll weeks in a row. <laughs> we might skip Christmas because our next podcast is on a Christmas. So is we... it on Christmas? And then I think it's on New Year's. Is, is it? Yeah, it's like Christmas. We might have Year's. to do it Tuesdays. Uh, Tuesday. <laughs> You can't you can't stop the stream. Uh, I, I'm just saying I don't we might pre-record. Right? No, yeah, no, you no, can't we, stop the no, we gotta do Tuesday. He's yeah. Like, yeah. You can't stop the stream. Okay, there we go. Well, guys, we'll see you in next week. Episode 39, <laughs> next week, right Let's before go. Christmas. And you know what? We'll talk about family and the holidays. And you know what? Maybe Goal we'll setting. make that a subject. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let's do so, this. Much love. All right, guys. guys. Thank, Thank you guys. You. Peace. Thank you.